Welcome to The Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. everybody to the daily degenerate podcast we're at number 58 this is the sad daily degenerate podcast rendition or edition because really it's the end of football i mean we'll get into the af i was about later, to say don't speak so fast we we got some football coming up some minor league football. i know i know but it's not the same no, i mean not. this would be thursday night college football nfl we be getting ready for some college football Saturday, the NFL Sunday. But I'm Matty Goldberg. It's cold in LA. It's about 48 degrees. It's going to drop to 42. And a freshly looking good. You must got a date going on because you're looking suave today. Matty G, my face is as cleanly shaven as your butt. There you go. I have no hair on my body. People have always said I have the I have the chest of Macaulay Culkin. By the way. Is that before the crack or after the crack? Uh, it it happens while you want to see because we're on Skype. Yeah, I want to see. You show right, that ready? fucking butt at me, dude. Well, I'm gonna... Oh, the I'm, chest. I'm not yeah. gonna show you my butt. I know you want to see my butt, of but course. look at this. Look at this. Not a hair on my body. Yeah, you got the you got the uh, Michael Phelps swimmer body. You know not it. I never swim. I can't even swim in the bathtub if you know what I'm saying. Ladies and Cohen gentlemen, Hughes my is name is Cohen Hughes. Um, I can't forget Maddie's favorite introduction of all time. I am Podcast Poppy. I am the professional devil's advocate. I am the Michael Rappaport of the South. And ghouls and goblins, I am the Johnny Sins of podcasting. Maddie Goldberg. I'm I feel crappy, stuck, dude. I, I, woke up, I woke up this morning. My stomach was killing me. As one of those days where you're in the toilet all day, like you wake up, you're just crapping your brains out, and to, you finally feel like by noon or one, whatever virus is in your stomach or whatever food poisoning you had is all out. Everything's been it's the passed. worst, bro. Everything has been passed, uh, and I'm sad. I mean, I think this week, you know, it's all right. I'll take a break. No football Sunday. I can like get things done, I guess, to relax without having, like, you know, your fantasy teams, your betting to worry about. But I'm telling you, next week on Sunday, like, it's going to be sad. No football Saturday. I mean, football makes the it makes the, the, the year go by fast, especially the fall and the winter. And we're in a downtime. We got a little – we got some basketball, but we haven't really gone to the March Madness hysteria yet. We haven't – gotten to baseball yet i saw a good thing about like how overrated kids pitchers and catchers are like who the hell wants to watch guys playing catch like we want I mean, real games the spring training baseball is so hard to watch it is so it is. I, I, a, all, all seriousness the exhibition games they play are just downright awful so we're in a weird time i mean we have the af i'm gonna give it a shot this saturday and sunday uh i'm gonna be ruined my team is gonna be the san diego fleet Let's i go. know you're I know you're not even going to be Atlanta. You're going to be uh, a fucking. I, I don't know. I think just based off of localities, I think I will cheer for Atlanta. 
So you're not going to be Salt Lake City. Uh, I'll have my, my conference teams. The Eastern Conference. All right, there you team, go. Atlanta, you're a bandwagon. You can't have two Salt teams. Salt Lake Stallions. So I guess but we, we said we would talk about that last, but let's get into the NBA. Uh, today was a trade deadline. We were looking for some whales to move. We were looking for Anthony Davis to move. He didn't move. And it's kind of a bust because ESPN hyped up all these big trade rumors and really, the biggest player that went, I don't even know who this guy was because I'm just going to be honest. The NBA, out of the four sports I know the least about, uh, was it Tobias Harris? Is that his name? Yep. He on the played Clippers. for the Clippers. Um, here's the deal right here. The Clippers sent Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic, who they were acquired at the same time from Detroit, and Mike Scott, and they received in um, – in the trade, they received Landry Shamet, who's a really, really good young guy. Yeah, and, I liked him on Wichita State. Yep. No one's barely seen anything of him. Um, but the word on the street is, is everyone's really excited for him. Yeah, Clippers he was supposed to be a big-time player. Everyone, everyone is really excited. The Sixers were the Sixers fans that I know were sad to lose him. I'll put it to you Well, he's way. a young guy that has a big upside, and I think – I would imagine Tobias Harris is what does he score like fourteen a game or something? Probably more than that. Like honestly. that that that's his upside. Like he's as good as he can be, but we don't know what Shemet is. Yep. So for the Clippers that aren't going to win the championship, it's it's not a bad risk to take a shot at a guy like that. No, it's not. Hope you catch something. And um, the Clippers actually just note about them. They did a very good job this trade deadline. Um, I didn't. I. I I was under the assumption, as someone who follows the Clippers somewhat closely, um, I was under the impression that they were going to try to hold on to Tobias Harris and re-sign yeah. him in the offseason. But Jerry West, the logo, must have gotten some sort of inclination that he would not be back. So they hit the the good panic button and moved the guys that they thought wouldn't be back and actually did get a very good return for them. Yeah, I mean, to take a shot with, uh, was it Shemet or Lamet? Yep. Landry Shemet. Yeah, I mean, to get a guy like that where you, you he was uh, rumored to be a lottery pick. I don't know exactly when he went in the draft, but you got a potential lottery guy that nobody really knows about for a guy that you know about that's not going to win you the championship. I'm sure Tobias is a good player. Great. But you're, you're, you're taking a risk, and – the, the reward is so much higher than what you would have mm-hmm. because you're not winning the championship this year. You got to wait till the, the uh, Warriors kind of break their little thing up. Yeah. So and, um, speaking about the whale that you wanted, we, we kind of, the timing was weird this year. Our whale happened on new year's Eve or new year's Eve, uh, January 31st. I'm sorry. I thought that was December 31st. Um, when the Mavericks acquired Chris Tapps, Porzingis, Tim Hardaway, Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke. Chris yeah. Tapps being moved in a surprise move to the Mavericks. Um, the Knicks got a pretty decent return. I, I actually like that move for the Knicks. Um, to me, as long as they don't buy out DeAndre Jordan and Dennis Smith Jr., um, yeah, but that it'll be a good those, move. Those, none of those guys matter. The, the DeAndre Jordan doesn't matter? A true proven mm-hmm. rim protector? A 13-rebound-a-game nah. guy? Nah. Nah, okay. you don't win championships. You need guys to win championships. You need, like, big-time players. Jordan's a guy on a championship team that can give you, like, 12 hard minutes under the glass. The Knicks aren't even, like, near. The Knicks just have to win games. The Knicks need, like, 
you know, they need to luck out in the lottery and then sign a big time free agent. But I think with Porzingis, from what I saw, and again, I know the NBA the least. I'll always say that. I don't think his body can keep up with the NBA. I think he'll always be hurt. I didn't see him being that guy to lead them to a championship. So you might as well start over. Kind of like Gallinari. Yeah, yeah. You might as well completely tank and go for that guy on Duke. Try to get lucky there and then maybe get a Kevin Durant and start over that way and just start fresh. Uh, and, and I just always would see Porzingis like he's one of those guys. He's like a freak athlete. But I don't think he has the body to stay healthy all the time. Like his body, he, he's kind of like Yao Ming where Yao Ming was very agile for his size, but his body couldn't sustain the bumps and bruises of a long NBA season and therefore it couldn't last long. It was always injured. Um, so I kind of see that with Porzingis. I agree with you. I definitely see that. Um, I, I'm not ready to make that his lot in life. Um, Porzingis has put in good minutes before, and I truly do think that the fact that he hasn't played yet this year was simply a precaution because he tore his ACL late last year. So it's been right at 11, 12 months, I believe. I could be wrong. Someone will tell me. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Rick Carlisle in Dallas next year give him a very firm minutes restriction. Um, uh, I want to see him playing valuable minutes, not bulk minutes. But but, the, but that's the thing about it is like when you got a guy where you have to restrict the minutes, where you have to like put is him it like worth the trouble. Exactly. You want a guy that can ball out. Like if you can get a Kevin Durant next year. And get the kid from uh, Duke. Oh, Zion. God, why? Is, yeah, you can get Zion Williamson. You can get Durant. And you don't lose Porzingis. It's worth it. Trust me. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can just always see the Knicks screwing something up. Well, they always do. But they ha- there, there comes a time like we – I saw the 76ers screw things up forever. And they still screw things up. Because we need to kind of talk about still Markel Fultz yep. got traded. And this is like fast. This is a, He was the number one pick a year ago, and they've given up on him already. And probably a new environment would do him good. I think exactly what you said. That is absolutely correct. The new environment will do him good. In Philadelphia, for him to develop, they have expectations immediately for him. Yeah. Um, Orlando Magic does not at all. Yeah. He can go there and suck for six months, then finally hit his rookie wall, then overcome that. By the next year, he'll be a new player. You know, like, I mean, in terms of mindset and ability. You know, so, a guy that reminds me that he could have a bounce back was uh, uh, I'm old enough to remember Shauncey Billups, yep. who was drafted by the Celtics. Very, very slow starter. Rick Pitino couldn't stand Rick Pitino, got rid of him after one season. I think he was drafted like second or third overall and then ended up having a very, very good career. Oh, Clippers uh, legend, Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Did he play after there, after Detroit? Yeah, yeah, way after. He, okay. I, I, I'm not going to say he retired in, in, in the L.A. Clipper uniform, but he came damn close to it. So I guess now we got to talk about the trade that never happened. And I love LeBron James. He's one well, of my all-time. Well, let me, before you do that, let me go through a few of the big trades of this trade. Okay. Okay. Um, Thon Maker was acquired by the Pistons, traded from the Bucks for Stanley Johnson. Never heard of either one of them. Um, Thon Maker, you've heard of him. He's like the seven foot two kid, very nope. young, 
Uh, you'd know him if you saw him, I think. He's he's really big. The Heat made a very surprising move, moving Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington. Tyler Johnson, they paid all that money to, and all they got in return was Ryan Anderson, so we think that's a uh, salary dump. The Bulls have acquired Otto Porter Jr. from the Wizards for Bobby Portis, Jabari Parker, and a second-round pick in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um a pretty big three-team trade, which none of the names are that sexy, but it's still a big three-team trade. The Rockets, Cavaliers, and Kings all made a trade. The Rockets got Amon Shumpert, Nick Stauskas, and Wade Baldwin, who is absolutely terrible. The Cavaliers acquired Brandon Knight, Marquise Chris, and a first-round pick that's lottery protected next year from the Rockets. And the God, Kings it, got Alec Burks. It's got to be so good to get out of Cleveland. Like, imagine oh in Cleveland you get traded to the Rockets. Well, and I mean, um, you have you have a head coach in Mike Brown who publicly came out and said, I am not the permanent head coach of this team. I am strictly an interim. And he tried as hard as he could to stay away from that official title as much as possible. So, Are I you would sure be Mike running... Brown? Isn't Mike Brown the assistant in Golden State? God, who is it? Who is it? Because um, Mike Brown used to coach the Cavs. Larry Drew, is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. I, I, it's not Mike Brown. But yeah, it might right. as well be Mike Brown. Let me see. Um, damn, it might be Larry Drew, but it might not. It might not be, honestly. Larry Drew, that's who it is, who um, was hired after Cleveland starter was promoted internally. After Cleveland started out 0-6, um. Yeah, I would be running from the hills in Cleveland right now. I had a very hot take on them earlier in the year. I thought they they might have a better roster than people anticipated, nah, and um, they I knew they were going to suck. But with 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 a decent coach and not an zero and six start, the season could have went very differently for them. Um. So can I get that to my LeBron James? Point? No, no, no. Let me. I see. got a few more crappy the, trades. The, the Clippers traded Avery Bradley to the Grizzlies for Garrett Templer and Jamichael Green. Um, the Clippers lost that trade. I think Avery How Bradley's many times does player. Avery Bradley get traded a year? Uh, he he got traded once last year, traded once this year, once the year before that. So, damn, three years in a row he's been traded. Yeah. God. He once was a very, very solid guy in the Celtics. Yeah. Um, the Raptors acquired Mark Gasol from the Grizzlies, who has washed up in exchange for Jonas Valanciunas, Deion Wright, C.J. Miles, and a draft pick. Um, the Lakers and Clippers have just had a few weird trades this year. Well, that's Clippers, easy. You don't, have to, you don't have to move. Yeah, yeah, literally just fucking send his P.O. box down the hall or whatever to get his game check. Yeah. Um, the Clippers end up getting Michael Beasley and um, the Zubak kid, Ivica Zubak, who's going to be really mm-hmm. good, I think. And the, all the Lakers gave, or all, all the Lakers got for him was Mike Muscala, who um, I've actually met in person, valeted his car a few times. The Lakers just gave up two decent players for nothing. It seems like I don't, well, maybe they're they're making they, they, they were trying to make a move for AD or something. Yeah, yeah so trying weird. to free up some cap. Um, other than that, except for the Markel Fultz trade. That is about it. There are lots of lots of lots of minor trades with guys that even myself and Thomas Penland have never heard of. Um, but, Maddie, get to um, the trade that never happened. The trade that never happened. So, I was thinking about this because LeBron James tweets out, which is not good for the league, that he yep. wants Antonio Davis. Now, Anthony Davis. this is what this is what happened. 
What's his name again? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. I'm thinking of the old guy in the uh, Indiana Indiana Pacers back in the the 90s, the Davis boys. A little before your time. Way. Anyway, so he tweets out he wants Davis. I mean, Davis is a big-time player, probably top five player in the league, definitely top ten. But what it's saying is this. is like, I want you – you know what it's going to take. All our young players. So we're talking the Brandon Ingrams of the world. Uh, who else would that include on the Lakers? Uh, that are some of the younger cats that would go in that trade if that happened. Zubak, um, who's, who's already been traded. Yeah, definitely Ingram, you would say. Definitely yeah, Ingram. Yeah, right? um, even, even guys like um, Rondo. They even said Rondo. Yeah, I was going to say. was just at New Orleans. Kuzma. Yeah, the the but, Lakers the the offer that they were willing to give New Orleans. Now, of course, this is all speculation and this is all media reports, but I think this is true. Yeah, um, the package that they were that they were going to give New Orleans for Davis was yeah. absolutely absurdly heavy. New Orleans should have taken that deal in a heart. I, I disagree. Here's my reason why: the Lakers without LeBron James. And with LeBron James are are not good team, okay. So even without LeBron, they're a terrible team. All right. Now you have all these young players that the Lakers have drafted because they haven't been good. So you got the Ingrams and stuff like that, and these guys are supposed to be stars. So if you're making the determination that Ingram's a bust, and you're making the determination that these guys aren't going to get you to the next level, just because they have like a name of potential, why are you going to take? A team's, you know, bus. It's like you can be, you can be like, well, Mark, we got Markel Fultz. He's the number one pick of all time. Yeah, but his value is useless. So why would you want to take the Lakers' bus and give away a once in a lifetime player? So New Orleans was smart. They're like, wait a minute, we don't have to make this deal. Well, like, it's, we don't. You, they do have to make this deal because Anthony Davis has come out and said he will not resign. Well then, then trade him to another team. They because you would have not gotten that that sort of package anywhere uh, uh, else. Uh, what Ingram? You're gonna get. You're gonna build a team around Brandon Ingram. Ingram, what? Kuzma, Rondo, picks, yeah, but all, money. But, yeah, but but dude, you gotta that, going, that team stinks on the Lakers. So if you move all those guys to New Orleans, why is it gonna be better than the crap that the Lakers have had? Uh, you're, you're acting like they're all going to develop in New Orleans, and they're not because they're not developing in L.A. Um, I mean, you bring up a very good point. I don't think they, these guys would develop any faster or, or to be any Do better. you think Ingram's going to be a big-time player? Big See, time, you, no. if you said – if you're saying no, then if you're the New Orleans GM, why do you make that trade? I mean, I get you got to get something. got to get something for him, dog. Another team has to offer more than that. And they didn't. The trade well, then happened. they didn't they get didn't. traded. And, and, and now they're going to lose him for nothing. They're, 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 he's going to sit for the rest of the season to not get injured, and they're going to lose him for nothing. Well, that's foolish, too. I mean, they should have figured out the best deal, but getting Brandon that Ingram and a couple, a couple other guys ain't worth it. For Anthony Davis, no, of course not. And, and, and you are right, but... That's the only deal that they were really getting. I mean, of, of I mean any sort of volume. The Celtics were not going to offer anything for him. The Sixers. Another guy is Lonzo Ball. You got Ball. I mean, you got Ball. You got Ingram. Ball, if, ball, if, ball, and Ingram are probably the two best. I if, mean, Kuzma's really good the, too. 
if you're making a decision, those two guys aren't going to be anybody special, and they're not going to lift your franchise. I disagree. I think I think Lonzo Ball. If um, if you could put a, put a corral on his dad, who came out and said something today that was pretty shockingly it's funny. Ball, and I love He's it. Funny. I love it. He can't look. The beauty of him is he came out of nowhere. He disappeared, and then like he he reappeared, and then he went zero to a hundred. We're like, will this be the new ball where it's like LeBron James is like, look, no bullshit. Nah, he came out and he was like, my son's better than LeBron James today. Amazing. His son's averaging nine points, four assists, four rebounds. Amazing. Personal, personal question. When your dad was alive, did he ever say anything to you that was that nice? Let me tell you something about my dad. My dad ne- has never told me anything that nice before. That let, me say, Cohen, Cohen, let me say something about my dad. Now, I grew up on the Northeast. I was actually a hockey player. I did this little hockey camp when I was 15 because I love playing hockey. My dad came to watch me, and he wasn't happy because I'm 5'5". Five five. I ain't much of an athlete, and I was yeah. probably 5'2 then. <laughs> when so, you were 11 years old. <laughs> I was like 14 or 15. Oh, okay, okay. So I was like 5'1", five 5'2". Five so he goes to see me play. You know, I did all right, but nothing special. So... I just want a little encouragement from. So, so I were in the car and I'm like, how did I do? He's just like real quiet. He's like, you're good. You're okay. You know, you're okay. I go, you know what? I love hockey. I'm going to keep working really hard at it. I'm going to like work out in the summertime, play my ass off. And hopefully maybe by college, maybe I can play college hockey. He stops the car. He looks at me. He goes, what? He goes, you stink. You're terrible. <laughs> You'll never play college hockey. I mean, he was 100% right. Yeah. But but that's about the same as, like, Lonzo Ball being better than, than the King. But the difference is, is LeVar Ball will tell his son anything because that's the cash cow. Well, he just loves his son, man. God hey, bless. Hey, I wish my dad love. loved me that much. My dad told me the same type of shit, but he was a little bit more graceful about it than your dad was. Uh, my, my dad, dad set me straight. My dad was in the garage. <clears throat> he had been drinking, and he was like, "You know what? Me and you got to talk." And I was like, oh, "Okay, what's up?" And he told me as and and as plain as day, stay in school. You're not really cut out for a career in playing sports. Be a sports uh, podcaster. Yeah, well, he should have said that too because we're pretty shitty. Or be the Johnny Sins of, of sports podcasting. Actually, funny that you said that because uh, that's exactly what he told me. So, yep. son, when you grow up, you'll be the Johnny Sins of podcasting. So, I agree with you um, pretty wholeheartedly. LeBron James um, is ruining or inhibiting the Lakers' progress well, of, well, the, my feeling with this of the young this. core that they've built the last few years. No matter well, how you feel about them, no, no, no matter how you feel about it, they've built a young core of players. That is absolutely disagree. undeniable. That is a fact. They have no, built a young core of players. That is because you just contradicted yourself. That is not an opinion. Because you that just said if they built the young core, then New Orleans would want that young core. I said they, they should. I said they should have wanted them. That was where I stood. I said New Orleans okay. should have taken the deal. I I wouldn't take those guys because I'm like, why am I going to take okay, your well, bus? Well, half why fun losing Anthony Davis for nothing? That's fine, but and that's where you go and you you trade him to another team. Okay. Like maybe you can get like Jalen Strong. Or another guy on the Celtics for Marcus, Anthony Marcus Davis. Marcus Smart or Jalen. Um, like you get a couple of those guys. Maybe even Tatum for, for Davis. I'm not a big believer in Tatum is going to take that next step. 
you, but, to but, be honest with you, I see the, the, the Celtics young core and the Lakers young core in similar light. The Celtics young core is probably a, a, a little bit more. Why does one team have so many more wins than the other? Yeah, because LeBron James hadn't been playing. For Look, the, these guys are bust. These guys on the Lakers are bust. And the reason why they're bust is because if they weren't, LeBron James wouldn't be tweeting about getting Davis. Now, when he's saying when he wants Davis, he's like, I know we got to give up some people. So the the Ingrams, the balls, I don't believe in you guys. And he's saying that message through that tweet, and that's kind of fucked up. Well, and it's also get kept in house. That also and that's should why they be lost a tampering. Like 45 thing. the other night. That should be a tampering, you know, violation. But it's it's definitely tampering. But it's also like you're basically saying like you know those guys know like to get Davis, they're gone. And and LeBron's saying you ain't good enough to win with me. Well, and that's kind of my my point is LeBron ruins the progress of the young teams that he gets on. Look at the state of dismay that he left the, the Cavaliers in. Well, no, I, I, I look Kyrie Irving is, is a, is just as a drama queen as LeBron. Uh, Cleveland, he, he doesn't owe Cleveland everything, anything without, without him. Cleveland is a goddamn mess and always would have been a mess. I mean, he put a ring he on that city. He didn't do them city. any favors, dog. He brought in his guy, Tyron Lue, who we know has no business being an NBA coach. Cohen, LeBron wanted him so he could run Cohen, over him. They, 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 they barely beat Golden State once. Golden State had a lot more talent across the board than them. I mean, he he gave the, the, he gave the Cavs a ring. I mean, that's all you can ask for. Nobody else has given that city a ring in 60 years. Well, I'm looking at facts. I'm not looking at the whole emotional ring thing that you guys are looking at. I'm looking at the facts. Look at the state that he's left Cleveland in. What, how Look at the state that he's currently state? about to leave the Lakers what in. What is he supposed to leave him in a better state? He he got him to four or five championships. He got him one ring, which nobody else has done in that damn city for 60 years. So he's consistently had him a winner as a one-man team pretty much, except when he had Kyrie Irving for a year or two. I mean, I don't know exactly what what he got, else he, he could got, have done. He got he got the the one of the better coaches that they could have ever had, and David Blatt absolutely ran out of town. Well, we don't know if he's one of the better coaches. I mean, we don't know how good of a coach David Blatt would be. But Do David you know Blatt, that, give me the past four chance. Cleveland Cavalier coaches. Guaranteed, David Blatt's probably the best one. He probably is, but he he. It doesn't matter. You know, with, when you got LeBron, you got to kind of go with him because he is the player. I mean, he's a one-man team. So he gave Cleveland all he had. He obviously wanted to move to L.A. because who doesn't want to live in L.A.? Trust me, it's fun to live here. Plus, you want to get in entertainment and show business when you're done. But the way he's handling things is not very, very sensitive to the guys around them that I don't know how hard they're working in the in the locker room or whatever in practice or in the games. But when you start like saying you want a big time player and he would look great in a Laker uniform, you're also saying like Ingram and Ball, like, I want you out of here. Like you I can't win with you guys. And that's why they had so I mean they won tonight, but that's why they lost by forty five and he's sitting alone on the bench. Because like, why do you want to? Why do you want to play for him? I mean, we talk about the NFL. Like, what coaches, players will run through a wall for? It's like I, I heard of uh, uh, Jeff Fisher was on another podcast. He's like, I never did contract negotiations. 
Because if I asked the guy to take a pay cut or, you know, I didn't give him a good contract, why would he want to play hard for me? I just want to coach. So, I mean, when LeBron is saying, like, hey, I can't win with these guys, what is the motivation for them to run through a wall for him? To try to prove maybe that they can play for him. But then again, if I'm a young guy trying to cut my teeth in the NBA, like Lonzo Barr, like Beasley, or like any of Kuzma, like any of these other guys we've been talking about, that can mess with my psyche. And that's kind of that's kind of both of our point that LeBron I mean, James is not leaving the Lakers whenever he will leave them in two to three or however many years. He will not be leaving them in a very good spot. Well, he's, he's going to run Luke Walton out of town. He's going to yeah, he he's he's going to get all their draft picks and all their recent draftees traded away or shipped off somewhere. I mean, it's I'm I'm honestly kind of starting to get tired of this little game. I love LeBron James. He's probably still the best player in the NBA to this very day, but. This is the Western Conference. The whole one-man show thing absolutely does not work. Well, yeah, you need to have players around you. And I think he knows that. And I think this year he is – if he's if he's 50%, he's not going to play because they're not going to win this year. They're not probably not even going to make the playoffs. There's no they reason will. I guarantee hurt. they'll make the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, he gets hurt again. You know, they can lose 10 games in a row easy. But uh, I, I, it's kind of shitty. Like, I, if I was on his team and I was, like, the second or third best player and a young guy and he was talking about how he wants somebody else, it's almost like your girlfriend, like, you go to a party and she's like, oh, did you see Bob? Bob was kind of cute tonight. Yeah, Bob's looking Bob. good tonight. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, don't, no, no, I love you. I still love you. I'm just saying, you know, whatever. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it makes you feel kind of weird, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. So, so um, I will actually tell you that LeBron James was successful at getting Anthony Davis to join his team, but this team is Team LeBron for the All-Star game. Would you like to hear both of the lineups for Team LeBron I'll, versus I'll Team hear Giannis? It, but, you know, Kubo? I couldn't give a rat's ass. This, I hate I, all-star I, games. I do like this format better than the East versus West. Yeah, but, but they don't play the anyway. It doesn't West. really matter. Who cares? It's it's on TV. I will be watching. I'm sure you will, but it, the a few years ago I watched it, and I saw nobody play defense. I saw nobody try. I don't even won't. know why they showed up. I if, if it was up to me personally, I wouldn't play the damn game. I don't want my players getting – that's why I'm glad that, that no Falcons players ever made the All-Star game really, that Jazz players really don't make it that, like that. You know, like I don't, I don't want my guys getting hurt. I could, Biggest I, waste of time. I agree. I will be watching Team LeBron. It will be LeBron James, Kevin Durant, who's his first pick in the draft, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden. His reserves I – mean, That sounds like fun, but – His reserves will be Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, LaMarcus Aldridge, Carl Anthony Towns, and Bradley Beal. They will have a special edition of Dwayne Wade. And what's the other team? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Steph Curry was his first overall pick. Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kimball Walker. Reserves are Chris Middleton, Nikola Jokic, Russell Westbrook, Blake Griffin, D'Angelo Russell, Nikola Vucevic, Kyle Lowry. Special edition is Dirk. Nowitzki. Pretty cool. I mean, it sounds like a great game, but they're not going to try, so who These cares? are better teams than in year, years past, but you are correct. They will not be trying, but I will be watching. 
I mean, it's going to be like silly, you know, like they're all going to be hugging each other and fooling around and doing dumb stuff. And I wish they'd beat the fuck out of each other. Exactly. All That's right. what I like. I like a good old beat the fuck out of each other game. Matty Goldberg, we had a nugget of baseball news today. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. See, you tell me. I don't see any financials, but JT Romuto, catcher, has signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. It's a good deal for the Phillies. I know a lot of my Met buddies wanted him really bad. They didn't get him. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a great catcher. The Phillies still might add like a Bryce Harper or Manchado. And that will really put him up there with the Braves next year. So um, we have, what is today's date? The 8th or something? Yeah, today's the 7th or the 8th? 7th. So in exactly one week, pitchers and catchers will report for spring training. Does Mm -hmm. this mean that within the next coming days, we will get news on where Machado will sign and where Harper will sign? I sure hope so. This is ridiculous. It has man. to be, right? Like, it ha- almost has to be. I almost feel like these guys don't even want to participate in spring training. So, it's like, they're like we don't want to waste our time with that nonsense. But uh, I would hope so. It would be good for baseball. Um, but, I don't know. There's a lot of guys. It's just not those two. There's about t- 10 or 12 guys that haven't signed yet. All right, It's I the latest through, I've ever seen. I will go through a few sure. positions and tell you the best available free agents. For your teams who are holding out. Catchers, um, I guess your best three are Martin Maldonado, uh, Nick Hundley, and Matt Wieters. I'd probably say it's between Maldonado and Hundley who will get signed first. Um, The first baseman, we have Luke Duda, who played a little bit for the Braves last year. And Logan Morrison, who was absolutely awful last year but can bounce back. Um, Second baseman, we have Andrew Romine. And Shad Rodriguez, maybe even Gordon Beckham might might get signed. Brandon Phillips, maybe. Um, third baseman, Mike Moustakis is still w- without a deal. Um, Chase Headley and Jose Reyes, which Jose Reyes is 36 now. He's kind of old. Might be kind of riding on the wall for him to kind of gracefully. These guys are solid out. players, but they're not on the class of Shad This is the position. This is just the part of the year that we're at, man. Yeah. Short stops, uh, Jose Iglesias, who's a really good shortstop, Adini Echeverria, who's really good, and Alcides Escobar, who is okay. Uh, left fielders, we got Mar- Mar- Marwin Gonzalez, Denard Spann, Derek Dietrich, Cameron Mabin, Matt Holliday. Good guys, nothing that's going to flip my meter. Mm-hmm. Um, center fielders, Adam Jones. Eric Young Jr., Austin Jackson, nobody too crazy. Center so Adam Jones is pretty good. Uh, he had a .5 uh, WAR last year in the uh, regular season, wins above replacement. Um, wasn't a great year, wasn't a bad year. I mean, he will he will definitely be finding a home, even though he's still 33. Yeah, he can hit some home runs still. Um, right fielders, Bryce Harper, Carlos Gonzalez, Jose Batista, who may not even get picked up, um, Melky Cabrera. Joey Bats, baby. I, I I wouldn't mind if he came back to the Braves. He had a decent year despite being 38 last year. Um, Evan Gaddis, who's a catcher slash DH, still hadn't found a home. Dallas Keuchel, starting pitcher. Gio Gonzalez, starting pitcher. Clay Buckholtz, um, played for your Red Sox. I love Clay. <coughs> James, He's one of my favorite players. James Shields, 
I wouldn't mind the Braves getting Buck Holtz. Um, Doug Fister, Bartolo Colon, who said he will come back. I'm pretty sure he's going to sign a deal with Texas. That's who we finished the year with last year. Gotta love Big Sexy. Yeah, no, he's he's the best. Um, relief pitchers, Craig Kimbrell hadn't signed yet. Um, Sergio Romo, another closer. Tyler Clifford. I'm, I'm shocked the Red Sox didn't sign Joe Kelly. Yeah, Joe Kelly's on here. Uh, no, he's then, on the Dodgers. Oh shit! Yeah, no, that was the uh, that was the free agency deal, right? I, I remember that. We even talked about that, dude. Why am I? Yeah. Um, One of my favorite Red Sox. And of course. You have um, Manny Machado. Yeah. Well, it is interesting. They, uh, I'm sure they'll start signing. They better. Dude. I, it's, I can't, it's weird because the Padres shit. have no money or the Padres have no attendance, and they're trying to, like, sign Machado and Harper, but who knows if they'll actually get that done. I don't. They. I don't think, I don't think any team, maybe except for the Phillies, are in the running for both of them. Maybe the White Sox or the Padres may be in the running for both of them, but it's extremely unlikely. Snowball's chance in hell. Um, I, yeah, I, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind seeing them go to the same team, though. That'd be a crazy little super team, you know? It would. It'd be fun if the Padres got them because they've been bad for so long. And Of course. So, what do you think about the AAF? We start well, I know nothing. I, I just know I'm going to write root for the San Diego Fleet. I'm going to go with an open mind that I want to enjoy it, that I love football, and I'll still have football. But I'm old enough to remember the XFL, and I remember it, it came on the same time as after the Super Bowl, and I was excited because back then there was no internet. There was yep. no cell phones. Had to catch it on TV and the radio. That's how you get your entertainment. Yeah. So I had to watch on TV, and I was like, I'm, I'm excited for this Saturday or Sunday afternoon in February or March to watch football and I remember wanting to get into the games and then five minutes in I was asleep so I have higher expectations for this one and now that I gamble I didn't gamble back then I mean the Super Bowl was very exciting for me because I had a lot of money on it yep so if I can figure out some of these teams and I can gamble I'll be a happy boy and it will lead me into March Madness so um, let me give you a few rules, key rules that are different from the NFL that will distance itself in terms of watching. You'll be able to tell a difference. Um, well, here's the other thing, too, about them. These rules are very experimental in the idea yes, that if they wacky. are successful, they will be moved to the NFL. 100%. Um, the play clock is 35 seconds, which is five seconds shorter than the, than the NFL. The reasoning behind this is that longer play clocks usually mean sloppier play because players do get breaks for um, flags, um, incomplete passes, and all that kind of stuff. So they're experimenting with shortening up the play clock to see if uh, we can run more plays, get more offense, kind of keep the fan more engaged. There are no television timeouts during games, and there's an ongoing effort to have fewer commercials that way they can reduce the overall game time by 30 minutes to roughly 150 minutes when the NFL is 180 minutes. The coaches will have two coaches' challenges for both teams. I assume that means it's in a game, not in a half. No kickoffs. Uh, each team will start their drive from their 25-yard lines, just like where the NFL kickback rule is. 
There is no such thing as onside kicks. What you can do is a team can convert a 4th and 12 from their 35-yard line. If the offense converts, it gets to keep the ball. Again, no two-point conversions, or uh, only two-point conversions. There's going to be no extra point kicks. And there will be one overtime session. Um, it'll be like the college overtime. They start from the 10-yard line, and whoever doesn't score first loses. What do you think? I I like kickoffs. I like the last five seconds. Uh, everything else, we'll see what happens. Um, and the biggest difference between the NFL and the AAF, the American Alliance of Football, are the contracts. Every single player in this league, from the star quarterback on, you know, the best team, to the worst safety on the worst team, you get a non-guaranteed three-year contract worth $250,000. I hope some of these guys make the NFL. I really do. But We're going to see a guy can, come out of here. You can get bonuses based off of play and your performance. And it's like a weird thing. Like they'll hand out these things called coins, which is like an incentive, but it's not physical. It's like a... It's one of those weird things, like a college sticker on your helmet. You know, like if you get like a sad thing, a sticker, sticker on your t- helmet. You know, it's yeah. kind of like that. Um, it'll be a ten-week, forty-game schedule for the whole season, not not per team. Um, it will open this Saturday. Um, the first ever game is the Orlando Apollos versus my Atlanta Legends. Um, CBS, CBS will have it. I probably will get a jersey just to be a fucking degenerate, honestly. I have a feeling this is going to go from like CBS to CBS Sports Network to like by the end of the year, it's like you can catch the game streaming live on like CBSSports.com. Yeah. Um, so the the times for the games this weekend, because I've been over all the uh, rules, been over the little viewing guide. Um, there were a lot of preseason games last week and a lot of starting jobs have been decided and stuff like that. I know, like, for example, in Atlanta, everyone thought it was going to be Aaron Murray that was going to start, but the team has actually come out and said that it'll be Matt Sims, the guy who used to play on the uh, Falcons practice squad. I know he is. He played on the Jets. Yep. His so, dad um, was a great New York Giant. Yep. Um, Phil Sims? Yep, Phil Sims, the great Phil Sims, buddy. Yep, 100%. So, what I do like about um, this league is that they will start the games late. What I do not like about this league is that the first doubleheader is a, is the games kick off at the same time. So, I'm going to have to have two TVs going on Saturday night of Well, American you won't be that into it. Who you knows, know, dude, if I have money, I'll, I'll watch anything if I have money on it. I'll watch fucking paint dry if I have money on even draws. Well, before we put some big money on it, let's see how the teams are because, you know, you don't want to put money on like your Atlanta Legends and then being the worst team without you knowing. I mean, it'll take about three weeks to figure it out. I'm a degenerate. I will not abide that advice, even though it is a good advice. I mean, you never know. Like, I remember the XFL, Tommy Maddox. He was drafted by the Giants. He wasn't – maybe he was no, He was drafted by the Rams, and he stunk. And then the Giants got him in a trade, 
and he stunk there, and then he went to the XFL. Then he had a couple good years with Pittsburgh afterwards. So I'd like to hopefully see like a Zach Mettenberger or mm-hmm. somebody like that. Um, was it Hackenberg? Hackenberg. Hackenberg. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, those guys are really highly touted in college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so hard to make the next step. I mean, think about how hard it is to be. If you're in the NFL, you're the top 70 or 80 quarterback in the world, you know? Yeah. That's no slouch. No, it's not. Um, the fact that you can get up there and you're playing professionally for money is a very good sign. I'm shocked there's no Nathan Peterman in this league. <laughs> I think he's even too bad. I don't know. He was good at Pitt, but goddamn, dude, his confidence is shot. I, I, I'm saying prayers for him. Hey, I think he'll get another camp job. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I heard the Raiders, cut. the Raiders were working him out one time. Crazy. So, Matty Goldberg, we actually filled more time than I thought we would, but before we get out of here, let's pick these games with the spreads and the oh, overrunners for this weekend. How would I know who they are? I don't. I couldn't That's tell you. That's the fun. That's the fun. All right. All right. Let's see if I can get it. The first game, Atlanta Legends at Orlando Apollos. Um, the spread is Atlanta, Atlanta Legends minus the five and a half, and then the over-unders at 44 and a half. Well, what I would do is I would take all the home teams. I think, like, the home teams are going to be pumped up. <laughs> so I'm going with the home dog here. So, so you're going home dogs, our... Orlando Apollos, plus five and a half. Yeah, I'll go with Orlando Apollos. All right, over under 44.5. Go with the over. Um, let's see, I literally just lost it. I mean, it's a total guess. Yeah. Um, home, home, do- home dogs is a, is a pretty good – is a pretty good strategy for this first weekend, at least. That's what I'm thinking. Home dogs. All right, that game is at 8 o'clock on CBS. The, uh, another game that's on 8 o'clock on one of the CBS channels, it'll probably be CBS Sports. Um, is that by San Diego Fleet? Your San Diego Fleet at the San Antonio Commanders. The uh, Commanders are minus 5, and then the over-unders at 43 and a half. Let's just go with the over. Uh, let's go with a money line, San Diego Fleet. Okay, I I, I will match your same bet on that. Just for I, shits I like and gigs. Just for shits and gigs. You know what we do. San Diego Fleet money line, baby. So uh, this will probably be the best game of the um, of the weekend. Sunday at I think what is it? Two p.m. I think this one's at two p.m. 4 p.m. on CBS, the Memphis Express at the Birmingham Iron. Iron. I was being funny. Let's go with Birmingham, whatever the spread is. It's minus one. Minus one, Birmingham. Minus one. I don't know how they're they're making these lines. That like, have they seen enough? There's an these... article about how how they, they're making the lines, even though they haven't even played it down yet. And and I saw a little of the action because they I guess they played preseason they but did. they didn't open they, did. they didn't open it to the public. No 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 it was empty the stadiums were empty. So they wanted to just like see like I'm sure people were like wow this is gonna be really bad or really good. Yep. Yeah because they didn't want to if it was really bad they're like how how hard do we promote this product that this is just really awful. Yeah the, the worst but I think I think they had had a good bit of success. I think they were pretty hopeful with, with what came out. So there's those are six three games. Where's the other two teams, right? The and other two not- teams are the eight o'clock game Sunday night on CBS again. 
the Salt Lake Stallions at the Arizona Hotshots. Salt Let's Lake go is with minus the hot four, shots. minus four. So you're going home dogs plus four and a half over under 42 and a half. And I heard uh, Randy Gobert is going to throw out the first pitch. Rudy Gobert. Who the fuck is Ru- Randy Gobert? Rudy Gobert is going to throw out the uh, or flip the coin. He's going to do the coin toss. Um, I, in this game, I will take Salt Lake minus the four and a half, and then I'll go over 42 and a half. Well, there you have it, people. I'm, I'm going to take every game over just because um, it's a little bit easier to coach offense than to coach defense. So I'm just going to let the numbers go wild. I don't know if there's a strategy. I'm just thinking home dogs because of, you know, just because motive. of the home team. Yeah. Home field advantage is a thing, and this is a new league. So that is probably our best. What bet. do you give the average attendance? I'm going to go with 20,000. Oh, I'll say less than that. Probably closer to 15 or 12. Okay. I mean, the play in San Diego was held about 68,000. It's going to look weird. Oh, it is. It's going to look like a Rams, um, more like a Chargers game, playing in, in the StubHub Arena or whatever. Well, no, they sell out because it's all road yeah. fans. Well, 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 and it only holds fucking 20K people. Yeah, but it looks packed. Yeah. And we're going to see an empty stadium. Matty it's going to look like the Petco. Yeah, Pet, the, Petco Park. So, Matty you Goldberg. You find me at Matty Goldberg1, Matty Goldberg on Instagram. I love you guys. Cohen, I love you. Sorry this is the downtime of the year. We we filled 49 minutes so far. That's well, fucking next damn week, good of us. Give me a top. Give me, like, what's your top 10 or what's your top five All right, we'll, we'll start bringing out the fun social questions. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Cohen Hughes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Cohen underscore Hughes. Find me on Facebook, uh, search Cohen Hughes. I don't do Twitter. That's the idiot's echo chamber. Um, I'm sure Matty Goldberg's doing comedy here soon. You can probably look at his Instagram for that, look at his Facebook for that. Um, we will have more content on the AAF, and NBA, MLB next week. Um, NFL, sadly, this is a slow time. We'll do contract negotiations and transactions. But other than that, this has been episode number 58 of the Daily Degenerate Podcast. We sincerely hope you enjoyed. Have an excellent rest of your day.